0: friends and welcome to a thanksgiving episode of the Potluck podcast i'm jared Cornut joined by my co-host who has more beer on his chin than he has on his head matt hensley alan not able to be with us he's stuck in the car somewhere but matt we're here how are you
1: i'd really like you to better enunciate that i have more beard on my chin not beer which is what it sounded like you said but I'm doing well uh, going to the Russell Perry dinner tonight for Dallas Baptist University. You my
0: tickets. The tickets. In your all tickets.
1: Amazing. In your tickets. Yeah. In, but, uh, in, you, you probably had to go to Bucky's or something. So we're going to that. And our girls are with their G mama, my mama, Yeah. and uh, who came and surprised me at First Baptist Church of Josephine, which is where I preached on Sunday and uh, so she took them home, they're with her, and I think we pick them up uh, Tuesday, but I might just forget them and say, oh, I thought it was Wednesday. We'll figure it out as we go. Uh, But looking forward to Thanksgiving with the family, and I'm looking forward to a little Thanksgiving-themed episode for us today. And so how are you doing, man?
0: Doing great. Uh, I got to preach last night at the Irving Community Thanksgiving service. Uh, About eight churches came together, eight nine churches were represented, so that was great. And I just actually got back from the uh, Operation Christmas Child drop-off Center in Capel. Uh, our church was a distribution site, so we took 700 uh, Operation uh, Christmas Child shoeboxes up to the distribution site for those to be sent wherever they're going. Uh, and so that was uh, thinking of a big part of my day today, but I'm doing great. Looking forward to a short work week and looking forward to uh, a little Thanksgiving meal on Thursday. And... Uh, Looking forward to kind of ending the year out on a high note. So, uh, let's jump into it, Matt. I see from Gutenberg uh, on Baptist Press, uh, Gutenberg Meet uh, Grunenwald. U version puts Bible in half billion phones. Five hundred million people have U
1: version. Do, you do you have it on your phone? I do not. I have the CSB Bible. Wow. On my phone. I don't have the U version. No, I don't. But, well, U verse has the CSB. Uh, it's true, but only. I don't need all the other ones. I only need oh. the CSB, man. So, oh, yeah,
0: I forgot. You're a CSB onlyist.
1: Yes, I am. And uh, what is really kind of cool about this is more readers of the Bible than the total population of the world when Gutenberg revolutionized the world with his printed Bible around 1454, right. and so. About one-sixteenth of the world's nearly eight billion people use version, and, uh, and so that's a great thing really to kick off a note on Thanksgiving is just yeah. being thankful that the Word of God is in the palms of 500 million people. And, uh, and so that's just really cool. And I think we talked about before how they're partnering or somebody with them is partnering uh, with some of the Bible translation stuff. And so it's just a really cool ministry that they have going. And uh, and I was looking through this article, which we'll put in the uh, the show notes. uh, But pages of the Gutenberg sell today for as much as one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, which is also about what Jared Cornut makes in a month. And uh, and so they they asked a financial question. uh, Will that two thousand and eight iPhone fetch as much in a few centuries? It's more than a financial question. Because as the adage among many Christian groups goes, only two things last forever: people and God's Word. And so I'm sure some things are going to replace the iPhone eventually. Uh, though I'm one of those sheep that I guess is just going to get one every time that my contract is up. Uh, but uh, it is really cool to have a half a million people with that ac- uh, half a billion half billion, half billion. With access to God's Word and many more to come. And so I believe that's Life dot Churches deal. Is that right?
0: Uh, they may have started it. I, I, honestly, I'm not. I'm not really sure. you versions been around for forever, and I do really appreciate what they have to say. It is the Bible, not our app, that changes lives. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's cool because we live in an era now where, you know, if somebody comes to our church even, and they they want a Bible. Let's say, you know, we got ample Bibles. So let's say they need a Bible in a language that we don't have. Uh, that I'm able to get uh, help them download it and things like that. I believe you versions in many different languages, and uh, of course, there's many different translations in English. and so it's it's so accessible to people. Uh, and there's great Bible studies on there and things like that as well. And so
1: um, yeah, uh, wonderful. yep, for sure. And also wonderful is the opportunities for us, perhaps in the not too distant future, to go to a galaxy far, far away. To Mars, in fact. Uh, word on the street is that there may be a church planted on Mars. In, they have a name and a pastor week. already lined up. They have up. a name and a pastor already selected. And if that's the case, I think we need to prepare ourselves for the potluck podcast on Mars.
0: You know, what a potluck on Mars look like? I, I don't know what we're eating on Mars. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if crop pots will, will be on Mars or not. Hopefully not those little crop pots but the big ones. Uh, but, you know, I think we ought to look into reaching this audience that's untapped. I don't know of any Baptist podcast currently on Mars. Yeah. And so I'm going to say right now, we, we are committed here at the Potluck Podcast to launch the first podcast for the people or Martians of Mars or people who maybe relocate
1: to Mars in the future. We're for you. We, we are for you, yes. and And I think that Potluck idea uh you know i remember when we've gone to like the space museums they have like the space ice cream sandwiches and the space food and stuff like yep. that i'm going to guess it's just everybody brings one of those bags that's about the only thing i, can do. <laughs> I don't uh, know quite right, how Mar-
0: people bring out like, mars rocks the hard rock yeah. candy and yeah yeah, yeah 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 um you know of course i don't know if the people uh, apparently relocating to mars would listen to our podcast i don't think they would uh but uh, i digress
1: we're there for them if they want to listen. It's true. It is true. We will be there. It will be up to them to download, and uh, so we will go halfway.
0: And maybe you can host the first intergalactic pastors conference
1: on Mars. Yeah. How cool would that me. be? That would be amazing. We're we're going to reach out to Tesla and Ellen Mosk, to, uh, Musk Elon Musk to Musk whatever his name not is. Not Ellen. Ellen. Uh, Ellen. Ellen. He's E L O N. Elon. Come on. Elon. Okay. Elon uh and see if he will sponsor it because I'm sure he Great. probably has the funds to do so
0: he could probably you know, help you make it the shortfall the pastors' conference too
1: we could it could we're doing really well on that by the way and, oh yeah uh, yeah which is one of the things I was going to say I was thankful for well, let's
0: talk about that
1: let's talk about it
0: Matt, what do you what are you thankful for
1: I'm thankful for you Jared Cornette oh, that every time that I send you a note that says hey Let's go grab a bite to eat. You say, man, I'm busy. never I'm
0: different out. You never offer to go eat. You offer to go do something else. That's what you yeah. always offer to go do. And you always do it when you know I'm not available. Oh, nine o'clock at night. Let's see what Jared's doing. Yeah, I'm putting my kids down for bed, man. Oh, it's it's 10 30 on two on Wednesday. That's when Jared has staff meeting. Let me send him a text yeah. see. Blisters, I want you to know he is a liar. Yes, he <laughs> he invites me, but he knows when to invite so that I cannot come. And I don't know what that means about what my co-host thinks about me and honestly has me considering uh, the contract that we're under uh, with Spotify for this podcast and if I need to look for another co-host, but do not believe the lies. <laughs> I will only, he'll he'll text me probably Chris this morning. Hey, you busy? You want to go do something?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. It's probably true. Uh, yeah, for sure. That That's one of the things that I was thankful for or am thankful for. Because the, uh, you know, a lot of people don't realize though we've talked about it on this show uh, that when you get elected as pastor conference, it's kind of like, congrats, now go raise half a million dollars. That's basically what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. And so you pick preachers, you do all of that kind of stuff, but there's a whole lot of fundraising that goes into it. And we have worked to really cut the cost as best as we can. But at the same time, it's in California. So when we have people that would be flying from, Florida or North Carolina or whatever. there's a lot of flights that we have to cover. There's a lot of hotels that we have to cover and all of that kind of stuff. So the price still kind of goes up. And it's so, probably
0: honestly be cheaper to do it on Mars than California.
1: Probably would be, yeah. And uh, so very thankful that we have the generosity of Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary that is supporting the, uh, uh, the Pastors Conference. We also have uh, commitments from the North American Mission Board and the International Mission Board, uh, and also a few other of our entities are coming in to support. We also have a few other uh, secondary sponsors that are helping uh, w- without really making it a sales pitch, where we can highlight what they do and uh, and have a testimony about how God has impacted them. For example, Samaritan's Purse, uh, and uh, and so now where. About a week ago, um, I was a little concerned. Uh, now we have almost tripled what we have raised in, in about a week. And uh, so we're doing good uh, with about 150K to go, maybe 100K, I think. Uh, and if those that are kind of out there that we're waiting on, uh, we might only be needing about 30 to 50K. And uh, so going into that, into the Christmas season, would be wonderful. I'd love to finish the year having everything committed. Uh, but so I'm thankful for that. Thankful for the generosity of those partners that believe in what we're trying to do. You're welcome. You're welcome. And I am $2. a contributor, you are a contributor. I am going to put you in the uh, program, uh, and <laughs> uh, I, I want to like I'm not going to put the dollar amounts for anybody else, but I am for you because it's just such a amazing amount uh, that I really Very want generous. to highlight your generosity and uh, and offer you a a cup of coffee. Uh, which your gift would not even cover. So thank you. Well, it does depend, I guess. Uh, You know, if we go to racetrack or QT. Yeah, um, let's get coffee, man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, But no, that's one of the things I'm thankful for. Of course, family, my church family, First Baptist uh, Farmersville is a delight and a joy to serve. I'm also thankful that right now today, uh, we can be proud of each of our seminaries, uh, each of our mission boards, Uh, our entities have great godly men and women that are leading and serving in those areas and uh, really doing a great work that we can be proud in and grateful to be able to support and like that or with that also thanksgiving to those that give through the cooperative program to make make those kind of things possible so those are some of the things that i'm thankful for jared's going to have a more spiritual list and it probably involves alabama somehow winning on uh, this previous weekend. I don't know how that happened, uh, but what else is it, Jared? Well, I'm certainly thankful for the atonement that we received through Christ, which purchased
0: our salvation uh, and allows us to spend eternity with him. I certainly am thankful for that uh, first and foremost, and what he's accomplished on Ooh. the cross on my behalf. So, it. I, yeah. I'm very thankful for that. Clearly. Um, I, I, I'm not thankful for this Alabama football team. They're not very good. They're 10 and one, but they're not going to beat Georgia. And so I, I have no thanks to give to them, but uh, today, I got a phone call from Lifesong for Orphans, um, and they're going to be giving us two very generous matching grants for our, our adoption. So I'm very thankful for that and the work that Lifesong does, the work that our adoption, life Lifeline does, to and uh, helping us bring home our third child, which we're waiting to match for the child, but I was still having to raise funds to pay for that, just like uh, you're going to raise funds, but not quite as much money as you, uh, about 10%. Of what I was going to say, pay.
1: speaking of matching gifts, out of the generosity yeah. of my heart, on Giving Tuesday, I'm going to match your gift to the SBC Pastors Conference to your adoption. Wow. See, that's how okay. much I love you.
0: I want to bite my tongue on that, but okay, I, man, I appreciate
1: <laughs> your generosity.
0: Uh, I, I'm going to uh, slide in another. Uh, uh, gift there, and then you're going to be going, why did I agree to do that? Um, <laughs> uh, but certainly thankful for that. Thank you for my church family, for Park. part, tomorrow night, we're having a Thanksgiving service, and we're dedicating our chapel, which we just got done remodeling, and I was like, man, if we get like 100 to 120 people to come to this, it's great. We got 200 signed up uh, to come to our Thanksgiving service, so I'm, I'm thrilled for that. We have a, such a faithful church family that, that gives. I found out this week we've given $120,000 to mission so far this year uh, as a church, and cool. so just thankful for our Church, and I will reiterate what you said. There are no Marxists in our SBC entities. There are no liberals. We have staunchly conservative leaders who are leading us in the ways of the gospel. And so I'm thankful for uh, the SBC. I'm thankful for even you, Matt, and the pastor's conference that you're putting together. I think it's going to be a great pastor's conference. Uh, and uh, I'm excited to see it come to fruition. And uh, I am thankful that 2021 was a lot better uh, than 2020.
1: I'm also thankful for Jay Allen. I will say that. Oh, I think- yeah dinner with him as many times as I have you I'm just
0: thankful we got another year with him you know you just never know when, they, when you, no, get no. That old. you
1: get that old man it, it's any time so, so uh grateful for him and uh become
0: uh, the the, the Memo- alan murray memorial podcast once uh yeah that
1: know. could be when when we go to Mars uh that'll be yes. the new day yeah yes 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 and so Thanksgiving uh Thursday oh, yeah. And uh, we were going to talk about pies. Uh, That does feel kind of boring. I would like to throw a curveball if it's okay with you. Go ahead and uh, and say that I am pro turkey. Wow. So I want I'm going to throw out a controversial take. Okay, Thanksgiving
0: food is not that good uh, because if it was good, well, we would eat it all the time. Um, But we don't. We eat it once. Some people eat it for Christmas too. uh, The same types of food. Now, look, I like dressing. I think it's really good. I would eat dressing regularly, but I don't like turkey that much. In fact, I smoke a brisket every year for Thanksgiving uh, yep. because brisket is superior to turkey. Um, and so I, I'm just going to say it. Thanksgiving food overall is pretty average. It's not that good. And if it was great, you would eat it all the time. What Thanksgiving food is, it's nostalgic. It reminds you of your childhood. It reminds you of some happy memories. And that's great. That's wonderful. Do that. But let's not put Thanksgiving food on a pedestal. The pies, though, are slaps, as the kids say.
1: <laughs> uh so I can't disagree on the nostalgia thing. Yeah. Uh, because it is very much that. I also think there is a measure of the the amount of time that it takes to be like this is a whole week ordeal for my mom. Yeah. Uh, and she's the only one <laughs> knows how to cook in our family. Uh my wife can't. And so you know it's Wow, calling around, around the pot. I know. Wow. The comes out at a certain time. She starts she- doing the different casseroles at a certain time. Uh, that I think it's okay to have a meal that's sort of set aside as king of all meals. And turkey, and I will be honest, the best turkey that my mom makes probably doesn't compare to the brisket that I can go to Hutchins Barbecue. No, I mean, brisket's
0: better than turkey. That's not a knock on your mom. Brisket's just a better piece of meat.
1: I think that's very true. But I think there's also something cool about Thanksgiving dinner when you have all of that stuff laid out. No, it's true. Uh, so I, I'm pro turkey. I like it. And I do like a good fried turkey. Uh, my mom won't do it. Uh, but I do like I'd rather have a smoked turkey than a fried turkey. I'll eat fried turkey. I like fried turkey, but smoked turkey to me a little bit better. Yeah, a few a few years ago we said no to family and yes to Disney. And we were going paid for to that, didn't you? Disney World. Uh, this was well before kids. We couldn't get away with this now, uh, but uh, but so we. But Rebecca was like, we have to have a turkey. I'm like, we're not baking a turkey. I'm not going to die before Thanksgiving. One and then two, it's too much work and too much meat for the two of us. And so we ended up finding a gas station in Benton, Arkansas that uh one of the things that they did was offered fried turkey and uh, we split with another family a fried turkey uh, from a gas station which uh, i don't know that i would do today but in the at the moment it sounded like a great idea and it was really good and then we hit the road and came back to molded everything in our fridge because it was a week later and kind of gross
0: you're very adventurous with food you are uh and maybe we should bring some out of the potluck podcast, some some none of the spicy stuff that you guys do, but maybe I'll go buy a, uh, maybe I'll invite you over one, night for steak. And what I mean by steak is we'll go buy the
1: Dollar Tree steak
0: and we'll, oh, like, yeah. we'll throw them on the grill and try them and see how they are.
1: Yeah, that that would be fun, man. Well, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for Jay Thank Allen. You, I'm thankful for this podcast and the channel And for our listeners. Oh, oh yeah, for listen. sure. I don't know why you listen, but we're glad you do. And, <laughs> uh, and so... Thankful for this opportunity to share some of those things. and yeah, uh, so, absolutely. Jared, any final remarks before you send us out? No. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Thanks
0: for listening, and then we hope that uh, your year has been filled with thanks as well. Let us know what you're thankful for. Join us next time at the potluck. Same Baptist time, same Baptist hour. Have your fill and have your full this week. at your Thanksgiving lunch, dinner, whatever you're doing. Oh, well, I will. And stay Baptist, my friends.